This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is June 25th, 2015. Starting off something new. We said this summer's going to be a hot summer because we're doing Calhoun's Love Series. And so for everybody who doesn't know or who hasn't listened to the podcast, Calhoun is one of our most appeared guests and most one of our most opinionated guests. And he was actually the point on our probably our most iconic episode, These Hoes. And so, with that being said, we thought it would be a good idea to talk to him and get some of his ideas and thoughts and just topics that are coming with dating in Atlanta, being in love, relationships, marriage, all that other stuff. So, this is going to be the first of the Calhoun Love Series. I hashtag it Calhoun Love Series. I break them up into Calhoun Love Series. So, we're going to do several podcasts. With that being said... Here's the unofficial start of Calhoun Love Series. Calhoun, what's up, man? Let's talk about it a little bit. So before we get to the first topic in the Calhoun Love Series, what spawns you the Calhoun Love Series? I know you called me, you threw out some topics. And they're actually good topics or whatever. You actually so. came with the best thing when you said the seesaw alarm. And that's what we're going to tackle a little bit now. Uh, and when you said that, everybody knows when you're in love or in a relationship, it's a seesaw. Rarely are you ever in a relationship and it's just... Well, say the goal. Let's, let's say that. I want to ask you, not just the Seesaw Love, but just this whole Calhoun's Love series, the Summer Love. What got you to that point? Well, my experience, you know, which is limited and uh, which has been going through a lot. and Everyone can go through it and everyone can feel it. So I said, let's talk about it. And maybe we can get a jewel from you and maybe they can get a jewel from me. But it's marriage season, and a lot of people who we get married, who we know get married. With that being said, during that time, you oh, is the message to spread love, peace, or to increase knowledge? What is the message? What is the ultimate goal of Calhoun's love series? All the above. So we're gonna spread some love. We're gonna spread some knowledge, and we're gonna spread some realness. Because let's be honest, one thing these hoes need is some realness, and what they haven't been getting is realness. For instance, you think you're. A, as pretty as you think you are, right? You think you're as beautiful as you're said to be, but you're not. And so we're going to put it all in perspective. And that's what this love series is about. For instance, young lady may want a man so tall and X amount of money and dick so this and uh, loving and blah, 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 blah. And what we're going to do is just ground you a little bit, right? You want all that in the man. You meet that guy. Why the fuck would he want you? You're regular. You're average. So let's go ahead and put it out there for all the young ladies, and hopefully they grow from it. I want to. I want to cut you off and be a story. You know that was an episode of Seinfeld. What was it? What did it say? So basically, Lane was dating this guy who was trying to be a doctor, okay. and he could never pass the doctor test. He could never pass the doctor test. Okay. And so, she, basically, she. The point was, if you quit fuck somebody, it makes men smarter, women dumb. It does. And so that was the point of the show. So she quit fucking him, and he wound up passing the test, and she used sexism as similar. And so, as soon as he passed the test, he tr- she tried to come on to him. He's like, what are you doing? She was like, 
you pass the test. So let's see, bro. You like I always told myself once I became a daughter, I'll drop the girl I was with and get a better girl. <laughs> and he was like, and she was like, what do you mean? Like, cause she got dumber because she wasn't having sex. He got smarter because he wasn't having sex. And he was like, hey, I'm smarter. I got a better girl. I'm a doctor now. You were good when I wasn't a doctor, but not I'm a doctor. I need to do something better. So, but is that not how it works for real? That's how it really goes. You start focusing on this. Well, what what's something that we always tell each other? You can lose a lot of money chasing after women, but you'll never, never lose a woman chasing, chasing after money. money. That's what an old man taught us, eh? That's true. And Lil Wayne, and for you younger people, Lil Wayne said it best. Once you come, you come, come to, to your, your senses, senses, right? So. Exactly. So, when we talk about the seesaw love, we can see where... Well, hold on. Let me do the intro to the seesaw love. Come on. So... Because this is your baby. So... This, this is one is, of my babies. So This is the one you're going to shine. A couple of podcasts we do actual personal theories that we have out. So we have a slew of theories. We have the theory of precious, which that may not be long enough to do a podcast on, but we'll talk about it. We have the evolution of a female, which is Calhoun. Say evolution of a bitch, not female. You're right. It's your... I don't call women to be worried. And maybe we can put the precious theory in there. Yeah, maybe we can mix it. And expound it. Yes. So anyway, the, the, the precious theory is one of my theories. The evolution of a bitch is Calhoun's one of his theories, and the seesaw love is just a generic that we all have, and you know, I just put a title on it or whatever, and a pretty little bone. But anyway, seesaw love, we all talk about this, and Calhoun just gave a good explanation. But what it is is that in a relationship, it's always a tug of war, it's always that hand up a hand, and you do it nonchalantly because. The ultimate goal of a relationship is to be the one who's getting the most out of a relationship, right? Now, of course, you want to give love, but you want them to love you more than you love them or whatever. Very rarely do you get to sit in balance or whatever. And so up until that point, from the day you meet that person to hopefully the day y'all get married to the day you pass, it'll be that seesaw love and it'll be unconsciously happening. But consciously more when you're younger. But as you get older and know the person, it happens subconsciously. So... I agree with you a little bit, uh, Digital D. I tell you what, you said the seesaw, and the seesaw almost sounds like a power struggle. Someone told me a long time ago, Terrence, actually, when I was at, uh, when I worked at my previous employer, he was like, "Whoever apologizes, that's the person who wins. The other person wins." So it's always a back and forth, a tug of war between who loves who, or who has the most power. Because whoever loved the most, the other person has the most power. I feel. That instead of a tug of war, it should be even. We should love each other the same. If I love you head over heels, I want someone going to love me the same head over heels. So let's let's talk about love. So before we get to, I mean, the concept of seesaw love is very easy to understand. But we're gonna give. I'm gonna give a personal example. Whatever, whatever. Love. So it's a book, and I think everybody should every female everybody should read the book or whatever it is. Don't shout them out. They're not paying us. I'm not going to say the name of the book, but the basis, they come up with these categories of how you love someone or whatever. And basically, it's five categories. Right. One's physical, one's uplifting words, one's acts of service, one's quality time, and another one is gift giving or whatever. And so, to tailor on to that concept is that most people look at it like, how, how do I receive love? You love me if you do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. But it's another part to it. So it's a, how do I give love and how do I receive love? Because you may be a person who 
gives love one way, figuratively speaking. Let's say you give love by spending quality time. But you may receive love by getting gifts. You know what I'm saying? So I think that one of the things that in any relationship you need to understand, what do you expect out of a relationship? And how, and in a relationship with a girl when you're dating, how do you give emotion affection? How do you receive affection? Because for me personally, I didn't learn that till later on. And before I knew that, I was out here giving affection the way I give affection. But that's not how the person received affection. And vice versa, the person would be giving me, the ladies were giving me affection. But that's not how I really received affection. So, you know, it's just, I'm talking in Spanish, she's speaking in French. It's a process, right? So it's a process of seeing if my love uh, mesh with yours. If you can do what I need and if I can give what you need. And if we both can match, we both speak the same language. Like, I may receive it differently than I give it. For instance, I like acts of servitude. But I may give words of confirmation. And if she doesn't give me the acts that I need, and if she doesn't care about my words of confirmation, she cares about gifts, our love, our love is all the way off. Exactly. So, so you're not really... It's love, but it's not love. I don't, I don't really know the term for it, though. It's like companionship, not love. It's exactly. Different. Which sometimes you end up in the forbidden friend zone, which nobody likes. Because it's just hearing about some, that's just a bitch griping to you and not fucking you. And if you're going to get that, you can be married. So. The that, friend zone is the worst. You had a theory about a friend zone. It's a barren wasteland, is what it is. The fucking friend zone. No male wants to be in the friend zone. The friend zone who talks and fuck, yes. The friend zone who chills and fuck, yes. Note. Well, you a guy, so it works two different ways. Girls who aren't, aren't interested in a guy put them in the friend zone. Exactly. Guys who aren't interested in a girl make them their cut buddy, right? Exactly. At some point, you always want to fuck. Exactly. So, you know, you're not interested, so she's not going to be a girl. You just fuck her for a couple right. months. Keep it going. Keep on the background. And she's if you're a male in the friend zone, she's just not attracted to you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Simply yeah. that. If you're a female and he's just your friend, then. Hey, you know what it is. We give you the game here first, baby. It's a long, hard road, buddy. But many of us have traveled it, myself included. Oh, yeah, we all done been in the friend zone. <laughs> and that's the last place in the world you want to. The minute you find out you're in the friend zone. Get out. How do you find out you're in the friend zone? Let's get a guy's this real quick. Oh, I can tell you how she curves you. She's going to curve you. When you say little slick, little sexual stuff, and she'll say something like, why are you silly? You like my brother. You crazy. <laughs> you like you know we just friends. When she starts saying that stuff. So you saying the quick way, cause we just spun off of the seesaw a little bit. Just real quickly for just a guy. Real quickly. Yeah. If she's saying all that stuff and you coming at her, then don't worry about it. Don't waste your time. Unless you really want to just be platonic friends and hear about all the niggas she's gonna fuck and not fuck you. Unless she's gonna see her go out on dates and date other guys and not date you. Unless you're gonna uh, see her be in relationships and not be in a relationship with you unless you're gonna don't get close to her don't get to see all her good intricacy her oh I like her she cool she likes this she likes that we the same no now granted here's something for all you guys who's in the friend zone 10, 15, 20 years later after she's been fucked and drugged and treated like crap she may come back and say you know what I want me a good guy. 
Now that ties into another theory that some that podcasts is a bitch. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll get but, that one later, but go ahead. But for the friends on, if you don't want to do it, I'm going to tell you something right now. You don't have time for it. I have no new friends. Now, all the female friends I had is the friends I had before I was even fucking. I don't have no new female friends. Let me tell you about female friends. They're worthless. A piece of shit. If you're moving, can you like call? Like a car with no tires, right? It's like a car. No, it's like a car with no engine. Or like a girl on a period. It's like a girl on a period. How worthless is she? Now, I know some of you run red lights, but we're not those type of guys. If you don't run red lights, that's exactly what it is. So, don't even don't even involve yourself into it. I'm telling you now. You talking about a seesaw? Start with that seesaw. That's the seesaw. Because here you are as a male friend. That's not a seesaw. That's you sitting on the seesaw and she get up and walk away. So it's just boom. <laughs> all the weight is on you. And so as the male friend, that's a perfect time. We can start with this. As a male friend, you doing everything, showing how great a guy you are. You winning. The, you trying to win over. It's like chipping a rock. Hey, I can just work hard enough. Work hard enough. And sooner or later, the tree going to come down. Or whatever. Bow. Chopping the tree. Bow. Picking up when her car breaks down. Bow. Helping her change her time. Bow. Every time she needs to go to the airport, I'm done. Bow. When she's down, I'm listening to her about her guy problems. Letting her know, making her feel like she's not the problem. When she may be the problem. Anyway, I'm bow. Taking out the when she bow. Doing this. Bow. Doing that. She need a guy to come open the jars of the house or whatever. Fix the sink. I go in here. Bow. But you leave with a dry dick and no girlfriend. But a pat on the back, a church hug, and a thank you. And as my great-grandma, my Susie, used to say, God, rest her soul. When it comes to a thank you, when a white woman, I opened the door for a white woman, she walked out, and a white woman said, thank you. And my great-grandmother, in all her greatness, said, how do you spend that? That's what you get with your female friends. How do you spend that? That church hood ain't worth a damn. Banks don't cast church hoods, do they? I'll tell you what else don't. Your dick, your dick don't. Because your dick's still dry. So, the female friend, unless y'all grew up, you know, kids, and unless y'all have some kind of thing, and y'all been friends, and you doing your thing, you doing her. If you're not pursuing her, that's what I'm saying, that's fine. But if you're in any way thinking of fucking or pursuing this female friend, and if you're thinking about this seesaw, this isn't a seesaw, this is a one-sided fuck you, and you're the one getting fucked, don't do it. Uh, so, I guess that would be the natural well. You're sitting at the bottom of the seesaw, the girl walks off or whatever. Mm-hmm. So let's get to a more interesting part of the seesaw, right? Let's flip it. Let's say we get up and go, and the girl's sitting on the seesaw. So give them some game on that. The girls who are chasing you, who, uh, you're not, you kind of lukewarm on or whatever. Maybe she's not pretty enough. Maybe her ass ain't fat enough. Maybe she just has something you didn't really don't float your boat or whatever. She's a cool girl. That's just your home girl, you know what I'm saying? You know it ain't no more. It ain't going to be no more, no less than that. She run around here giving you money for your bills. You know, how, you know how, how some of them get down. Now, I'll tell you this. So, for this segment in particular, we're not going to say bitches and hoes. Because these are women and ladies. And so, well, they, they all bitches. So, it's a little bitch. But for this one, there's a movie called He's Not That Into. It's a little cracker flick. Uh, it's a chick flick a little bit, but it really does break down all the things of a nigga not being into you, like every facet of it. If you're, ladies, if you're chasing a guy, here's the thing: you have something that get chased. 
that there's never a need to chase. If you're chasing, and that's pussy, uh, not your conversation. It's just your pussy. So if you're chasing it, it's not your education either. It's just your pussy. It's not your this or your that. Yes, we know you do all your extracurricular activities because you're lonely. And we know you have all these dogs because you need companionship. But it's your pussy. So if you're chasing a guy and you have this gold mine in between your legs. Now, true ladies, some of you have copper and some of you have wood because you've been drugged. And because it's just not what it used to be. So that's another thing. But if you have that gold mine. And you know it because other guys are chasing you, your IE, your friends who you're putting on the back burner, you know. The friend zone dudes. The friend zone guys who are all good guys because you talk to them regularly, but you just don't want to go down that road with them because you're not attracted to them. And you're chasing this guy who's absolutely not attracted to you. Don't waste your time. So if, give examples for this. For Use the chick flick, whatever the flick is, examples are. Uh, so. so it was this girl in the movie that I'm speaking of, man. Every time a guy do something, she's like, he likes me because he does X, Y, Z. And she's talking to a guy who she just meets. It was a bartender. And he becomes a friend because she calls him and asks for advice on males. Again, ladies, you don't have to ask for advice on males. They're quite simple. You have a pussy, he'll chase you. If he's not chasing you, he don't want you. If he agreed, if he wanted you, you won't have to work that hard. If he's curving you, if he's putting you to the side, then... Ladies, you're wasting your time. Period. You don't have to. If he wants you, if you want to be around you, if he. So. Have you ever curved put it through a girl to the side? Hell yeah. I think every guy has. It's not nothing special. Just like you've chased guy, women, and just like you've had. Uh, everyone has had some downtime, some down periods. You don't went through a drought. You don't have. These bitches don't take you through some of this. You've done the same thing. In your immaturity, you've done the same thing with women. Even in my maturity. Even in your maturity. I just did it about a week or two ago. Which isn't good. There's nothing to brag on. But she likes me in a way that I don't like her. And one thing about being a guy is you're not as rude as they would be. Like a bitch can be rude, right? Bitch would be like, you don't get the point. I don't want you. A guy would be like, nah, not today. I'm busy. I got to work. You're going to let her down easy because she's still a woman. You're still a guy. Exactly. You're a gentleman at the end of the day. You're a, you're a classic man. You're a classic man at the end of the day. So you're not going to do the same thing. So to any female listeners, if you're having to, you know, go above and beyond in order to spend just time with this guy, the guy's not interested in Don't go on that seesaw. He don't want you. Guess what? There's 10 other guys who will fuck you. I'm not going to say to another guy that wants you because that's not true. That's not true at all. You know you're a piece of shit. So do they. You know you're a bitch. They do too. But there's, out of that ten guys, there's three guys who would love the fuck out of you. There's probably one guy who will worship the ground you walk on and his name is Friend. That's my friend. Oh, that's like my brother. That's the guy. Oh, he's just family. That's the guy. The guy you putting on that seesaw. The guy who you curving. Nah, the guy who you get off seesaw, he's still trying to talk to you. In the yeah. Game. Hey. He, he know you've been, he know when you said, I'm not having sex until I'm married the first time. And here we are 28, 30 times later, and you're still giving that bullshit line. Hey, what about Kevin? What about Marcus? What about Michael? What about Darren? What about, he, he's been there through this whole charade. But he's still 
fucking with you. While you're chasing William. And William don't give a fuck about you. That's the seesaw. Well, that's the seesaw single side of it. We're not talking about relationship yet. We're building our way to relationship. Yeah, so we did the guy side. We did the girl side. We did the friend side of all this. We did the friend side of all this. Let's get to relationship side. The, the first side. <laughs> this is the first side of it. So now both people. So the analogies we talked about at first. Only one person was really sitting on the seesaw, right? One yeah. person was on the seesaw. The other person was kind of walking away. Really not even trying. They just. So now you've met someone and you both on this seesaw together. Yeah. And you're both trying to see where you both where you're going. You're trying to see how great, you know, you you both have a love of each other and you both find each other out. You both find out what, what kind of love they need, what kind of love you got you gotta have, all that type of stuff. So now here we are in a relationship. Now, when it comes to a seesaw relationship, tell me your point of view of it. Cause every relationship guaranteed goes through some form of seesaw, which is up and down. Up and down, power, struggle, everything, right? Everything. So, I think like most guys, the only thing you ask for in return is what? Puss and respect, right? I asked for a little more, but yeah, go ahead. I mean, by and large, right? right. You know what I'm saying? Like home-cooked meals, whatever. Some niggas ask for cash. Whatever, whatever. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? For me, puss and respect and more of a Shoulder to have, I don't have this shoulder in my daily life. You know what I'm saying? So, what about you? Everything and above. If you have a, and this is for men or women, if you have a brand of love that's hard to come by, because most of us in this day and age don't have that. If you have a commodity, if you have gold, then there's no sense of settling for copper. So, I want everything that comes with having gold. I want to be catered to as I'm going to cater. I'm going to make sure she's fine. She need to make sure I'm fine. It goes just like that with me, which leads to that up and down, that power struggle that we speak of. Because if I'm giving you max effort, if I'm, if we're in a relationship, this is before marriage. So if we're in a relationship and I'm at your house, Four times a week. It's not going to work if you're at my house four times a month. Well, effort is a power struggle, right? And so it goes to the same point you said earlier, which leads into me. The one who apologizes has no power, right? Yeah, that's what, to quote the great Terrence. Yes. You can quote great Darren on that because Darren has been the one to apologize. So one of my strong suits is that a lot of stuff doesn't bother me. You know, I'm one of the ones who... I don't mind apologizing, even if it's not my fault. Hey, let's get through this. I'm sorry or whatever. One of my weak points, I'm horrible at keeping in contact with people. Outside of that, my the podcast, people on the podcast are essentially my family. Right. So outside of them, I really don't keep in contact with anybody else. And I'm really shitty at that. I need to get better. As I, I need to get better with that. But yeah, because women like for you to keep in contact. That's one of my problems. Uh, I am an apologist. Like, if something... Even if it's not my fault, I can sit back and say, rationalize and say, well, I can see where the person comes from. I can see where she comes from. Cause I always look at stuff. I try to look at it from both sides of the spectrum. Now, that is one of my strong suits. So, it could be something that I wasn't really wrong on, but I can see it. Point is out. A friend of mine keeps in contact. She calls me. I very rarely call her. And so, she made a statement saying, I bet you keep in contact with everybody except me. I didn't pick her out to just say, you know who I'm not going to contact today? 
I'm not going to contact her. It's not like that. I go days without talking to people. That's just how fucked up I am right now. No, that's just where you are. That's just where I'm at in life right now. So, you know, I, instead of me responding like that, I sat back. I sit back and thought. I said, you know what I said? I'm not really contacting anybody, but... And I apologize for that, and I apologize for being self-centered, but I'm going to try to do a better job of contact. Just bear with me. So I'm that type of apologist, you be know what I'm saying? I'll be the bigger man more times than not. Being the bigger man... Gets you fucked. I'm a petty guy. I'm be, quite petty. Let me say this. Being the bigger man has your ego the size of goddamn Tiny Tim. Now, go ahead. You said you were petty. Yeah, I'm quite petty. And right. you have to be petty in this world, especially in relationships. You have you can't be the one on Seesaw. Keep... Bouncing up and down, trying to make it go hard and fast and stuff like that. You, you mentioned something on our earlier podcast when we were talking about to pay or not to pay in one of our podcasts, and uh, you were saying how you don't even count the cost to know the amount of dates. I do I know exactly how many dates we've been on. I know exactly when that pussy's due. So when it comes to the seesaw, listen, I don't mind floating this whole you and me thing, but eventually, bitch. I'm going to need you to do your share. And your share in this instance is fucking. That's all I'm going to need you to do. We can get back to the particulars later. But going back to what you were saying, you even speak with that. And I'm sure she was adamant about it. You don't call me. I called a young lady uh, not too long ago, uh, a couple of months ago. And... <laughs> I had heard from her in a while, and I had called. I was like, hey, I was just checking to see if he was all right. Because we usually talk a couple of times, a few times a week. Not a couple, a few times a week. And we haven't been speaking. And a few weeks I went by without calling you, then I will call you, didn't get you. I will make sure you was fine. The answer was, I just noticed how you just keep calling because you're, you're, you start getting at, you know, anxious if I'm all right or not. Like, you call me and then called again and. I was busy, so I didn't call back. So I just noticed how you were just calling me, calling me, calling me, calling me. So I said, you know what? No problem. I just want to make sure you were fine. We just talking earlier. Don't worry about it. Now I have to do the fallback. Because everybody who's in this damn world and who's dating and who's just kicking it. And who's how your fallback game is. You got to fall back like a motherfucker, don't you? That my, may be another one. Who, how good is your fallback game? My, you know how good my my fallback game at first was no good. I had the fallback game of a of a of a toddler. Now I fade away like Jordan. I can I can do that little spin and come off of it. I can fade away like a motherfucker. So what? Guess what? That's somebody who can replace you. And more than that, I tell you what can replace you if it's just one of these female friends who curved me to talk to and the bitch who I fuck for a cheap price. And those two hoes. Can come in and fill your spot. No problem. Because what I'm not going to do is like the rest of these hoes and get a dog. I don't need a dog to fill my void. I got a bitch I can talk to for companionship. And I got a bitch I can fuck. So your your spot is well filled. Point blank period. Seesaw ride is over. My fallback game is like somebody on the limbo line. All the way at the bottom of the limbo line. I can fall back like that. Keeping it on seesaw love. I had to learn my fallback game. Everyone does. And the seesaw love teaches you. So when you're on that other side of the seesaw. When someone's taking you for granted. When somebody's taking you for granted. Your fallback game goes up. Yeah. And if, and how, how, their appreciation for you goes down. Your fallback game. Another seesaw analogy goes up. Right? Yep. 
the more they appreciate you, the less your fallback game is. Because you're getting appreciated, right? So it's it just keep. And so it's amazing how that analogy goes back into the seesaw and just how hard you mess with people. So you asked me a question like, what would you describe the seesaw? Or what would your perfect seesaw love be? So I think most people strive for an even seesaw. So it's, you know, balance. So this person loving me the way I want to love, I'm loving them the way they want to be loved. We're both giving and receiving everything we want out of a relationship. That's the perfect ideal goal, right? Here's the problem. In today's world, you don't get that. And before you can even get to that, because here's what's crazy about where we at today in our age range. See, now, I don't know what the 20 to 25-year-old age range is at this point. I don't know if they're doing that. At this age range, when you don't have gameplay, and men and women getting gameplayed on them left and right. So, to women, there's nothing new in any metropolitan city that you haven't heard. You've heard all of it since she was about 15, 16. You've heard all of the games. you heard all of the angles. So by the time you're 30, 35, you know all that shit that's coming to you. There is no new game. Same way for us. If you call a young lady, what you doing? And she say, shh, trying to make. I'm just trying, trying to, to get these bills up. You know what that's about. She's trying to get you for some cash. That game hasn't changed at all. You know what it's about. So none of this game is new. Please, if, if you listen to this, if you're one of these, change your game. Change the way you come at it. Because if you don't, you instantly get, oh, I know what this is about. So to use your example, the girl who's, I'm just trying to get my beat. Well, you know, I fuck with you. I ain't never came at you like this before. Even though you say motherfuckers come at you. Even though you say, man, I know I done heard this plenty of time. No, I ain't that type of person. Everybody put it out like they ain't that, that type of person. So I'm sure for girls, guys trying to fuck or whatever, just want to fuck or fuck, in our case, girls who trying to catch a check or whatever real quick. You know what I'm saying? So everybody falls into that game or whatever and that hole. And so to your point, everybody plays games, but nobody wants to admit that they play that game or whatever. Exactly. You heard, I mean, tell you heard, I'm not like the rest of these females. And then less than a week later, Bitch, you're just like the rest of these females. You are these females. You're in this pool of these bitches that we're talking about. You're exactly what I heard about Digital Darren. You, that's who you are. So it's just like I was telling you when motherfuckers be like, I'm different. Or I dress differently. All the motherfuckers that dress differently dress the same. As crazy as that may sound, you don't dress no different than the rest of these motherfuckers that look five point that look just like you. You just don't wear conventional shit. Y'all wear bullshit. But you look just like them. It's a group of y'all. So it's the same with them. Y'all playing this motherfucking game. You're still in the game. You're still playing the game. But Which is why there's a tug of war seesaw. So let me say, for seesaw love and relationships, I think I'm a little... I would like to be the one who is like a little more than the female likes me. So we said 50-50. I think I would like it to be 55 she like me. 45, I like her. Enough to where she know I'm not going nowhere. She the only one I want. But enough for me to know that, hey, I still got the, the hand in the relationship. And we both got to do something for each other. I know she's going to do it uh, better yet like this. We married each other. Our birthday is coming up. But my birthday come up first. I know she's still going to get me a gift or something. She's going to still do something for me for my birthday. Instead of being on the side, well, uh, is she going to do something for me on my birthday because we married? Is she not? 
What up, blah, 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 blah. And I hate to use that. That's a horrible analogy, but. That's true, especially for me. I don't celebrate. <laughs> but I, I agree. I was with someone recently, and this one is going to give me a little hot water here because she listens to this show. And we still deal with this. A lot of people listen to this show. Don't act like that. Well, of course. But this one in particular. <laughs> and we're on again, off again. And that's one of the first things she said. I want to be with a man who loves me more than I love her. And I didn't understand that. Of course, I love her more than she loves me. I know how to give love in a different way that she does. But it's usually taken for granted. Let me tell you what happens in that old seesaw. When someone loves you more than you love them and you bullshit them, they tend to fall back. That's, that's why your fallback game yeah, is. That's, why that's, when, that's when it escalates. That's when you go through training camp. So when you're around here dealing with someone, ladies, you... Ladies who don't know who training camp is, that's right before the season of any sport. And that's when they do the grueling practices to get as good as they are when it's time to play the sport. So that's when your fallback games, that's when it's at epic proportions. That's when you're at your best. You're at your key moment. Because here you are investing in someone who's taking you for granted, who doesn't pay attention, who's not putting effort in. Who just don't like you. Like in my situation. In one of my situations, I you know, showing love the best way I know how to show love. You know what I'm saying? Some things I'm good at, some things I'm not good at. Like everybody, right? So when I'm doing that and I'm up there trying to push that part of the seesaw down, run to push her side of the seesaw down, come back and push my and she's just sitting there with her arms folded. Looking. At some point you gotta sit back and be like, Well damn. Fuck it. Fuck it. And that's how you get your foul back and like my grandma said this. My grandma said, don't ever get shit for sugar. Damn. Profound. Simple statement, right? So you doing, talk about it from any level, from not even from a guy dating girl standpoint, just anybody. Hey, my next door neighbor, whenever they need mustard, I give them mustard. Whenever they need mayonnaise, mayonnaise. They need a ride to the work, I give them a ride to work. But I go over there and I say, can I just get a paper towel or a roller Can towel? I borrow your broom? Can I borrow your broom? No, we don't sweep. And you see a broom sitting right there. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And that's how it is in there. And that's where this shit for sugar. And that's how it is with the fallback game. So now you have this whole catalog of things that told you you should have fall back. But because you're still trying to make that seesaw beep, 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 even. Until you get tired running back and forth doing two people's job that's meant to be a one person job. And now. You just sit back and you got all that experience and all that strength and stamina from doing two people's job. And you just say, fuck it, I can fall all the way back. I think one of the biggest problems is in our era, now this doesn't this doesn't comply to everyone, but there's so much of a get over and who's winning and scorecard and what am I going to get? And what yeah, half I the podcast get? is about scorecard, right? We just both, I just, just said, scorecard. yeah. Which is what leads to the problem of us not getting what all of us need to get, what all of us should be getting. Because we're so busy trying to make sure we're not getting God. Because if you don't, if you don't keep your head on the swivel, and if you're not paying attention to the ups and downs, and if you're not paying attention to what's going on, you'll be the one getting God. You'll be in the friend zone doing all type of nonsense, giving money, giving time, giving patience, giving advice, giving everything, and get nothing in return, as the your great grandmother would say, getting sugar for sh- getting shit for sugar. 
So you asked me, and I told you, maybe mine would be, she liked me 53. I like her 47 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 49, 51. I don't know. But a little more. What about you? 100, 100. Can't be 100. It has to be, the total has to be 100. Because yeah, she's going to give me everything I, that she has. I'm going to give her everything. Okay, then. So let me flip it and switch mine to yours then. Uh, I like her. She likes me 100. I like her like 95 or something like that. I understand where you're going. Just hope, just a little bit. Not even cheating or nothing like that. Right. That's just going to give you the little edge you need. Yeah, just the argument. And we argue. I can stay that extra day and not say nothing. Right. I can keep from calling her that extra time. Because I've been on the other side of that, and that ain't the good side. It's it's a horrible side. I like the point. See, I haven't been, uh, me particularly, not, not you or anyone else who's listening. I went through my own struggles, especially with, uh, I went through my own struggle. So, Don't get in trouble, Calvin. Yeah, I'm not. So, more I would want more trouble. So, I want the type of relationship. Remember you was in the schoolyard and you had that perfect partner? Y'all weigh about the same thing. And you all are like, literally, you don't have to use your feet to come off. You just tiptoe and you just teeth it just right. Yeah. You you both is the same? That's exactly what I'm doing. I don't want, I wouldn't even, I don't need the power, because this is what it is. I don't need the power of her loving me more then I love her in order to do or get what I want or whatever leeway I may need. I want to, because when I'm in it, I want to love her to my to the best of my abilities, all that I have. And I want her to do the same thing. Therefore, I like just be on that seesaw, just teetering, just the both of us. And I think we'll go far. Because if she has to work too, if she's working hard and I'm working, I don't think that's good. If I'm working hard and she's working, we're going to have a problem. The same way if she's doing the same. So I'd rather just be on that same teeter and we both just using our tiptoes and just Coast. balance each other out. We could, we could spend the whole recess like that. Just balance. Just balance. Perfect balance. Perfect. That's what it's all about. Right? Yeah. I don't have to. If I call and ask certain things, it's always yes. If she call and ask me, it's always yes. It's not about, boy, because I was just about to, and it's going to put me back and. It's always yes. All right, that's a good way to end this. The seesaw, little right? You got any other statements you want to say on? Stay off of Thank you guys for listening. This has been digitaldare.com. This has been one of the podcasts and Calhoun's Love series. Did you enjoy it? I love it. Hopefully, someone gets something off of it. If you want to, contact us. Email us at digital, D-I-G-I-T-A-L, Darren, D-A-R-O-N, at gmail.com. Find us on iTunes. Find us on Stitcher. Just search Digital Darren. That's D-A-R-O-N. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. It's Digital Darren Podcast for Instagram. Digital. Just search Digital Darren for Facebook. Twitter is Digital Darren Pod. Just so many ways to get at us. And again, it's a hot summer. It's a fun summer. We're going to have these series, these Calhoun's Glove series coming up. With Calhoun touches on some everything. And it's not going to be no... Norma Calhoun, hey bitch, this bitch, that bitch type stuff. Oh, but you're still gonna be a bitch, bitch. Without a doubt, you, you you know you're a bitch. I know you're a bitch. Your mammy know you're a bitch. So we're gonna keep it like it's supposed to be. But we gotta get a little more. So you, what we're gonna do is we're gonna make sure you bitches can stomach it because bitches hate the truth and they don't like when you tell them up front. So you're not gonna give them castor. You're gonna put it in, nah, in some Coca Cola. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in some orange juice for them so they can swallow it better. But you're still a bitch, huh? All right, thank you guys for listening. This has been DigitalDarren.com. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.